You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 262. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. This is Kim Eagle, and today we are going to talk about probably most people's favorite dessert. We're going to talk about chocolate. (laughs) Let's find out, is chocolate really healthy? Something that we often hear like, oh yeah, chocolate's actually good for you, and I want to dig a little deeper into that for you. But first I want to tell you that we are like at the end of February. We are now, I don't know about you, but a lot of uh, clients of mine, we are working on all of their spring and summer bodies because it's definitely time to shed any excess weight that you've gained over the winter time. Maybe you are having a spring break vacation. Let's hope that some vacations do happen and COVID starts to get better. But at any in any case, you wanna look great, you wanna feel great in your bathing suit season. And that season's gonna be here in the blink of an eye. So I just like to bring it up because sometimes We don't think about it in winter. Winter is like a time we're wearing our sweats and we're home and we're covered up and then all of a sudden it's time to buy a new bathing suit and we freak out, right? Well, I'm trying to help you with that because if you start working on your nutrition and your exercise now, I think you're gonna feel even better when it is actually time for that spring break vacation, your summer vacation, or how about just putting on the bathing suit at the store in front of that mirror, uh, oy, it's it's tough. I know it's tough to do. Those, those lights don't benefit any of us, trust me. But I will say that eating healthy, getting your nutrition back on track, getting your workouts on track, getting in your best shape, all of those are gonna help you feel your most confident. So if you're looking for an Earn That Body program, I have nutrition with workouts. I have nutrition only if you already have a workout program. So don't hesitate, reach out, Kim at earnthatbody.com. Let me know what your goals are and that way I can help assess what is the best program for you. Now, all that being said, I also just launched the newsletter of the month. And so if you didn't get the newsletter last week, if you would like free recipes and fitness advice and free health information, inspiration, all of that once a month, that's it. That's all I'm gonna email you. If you didn't get the newsletter or you wanna get the newsletter, go ahead and go to earnthatbody.com forward slash newsletter so you can get that monthly information. Now, we are gonna talk about chocolate after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Consumer Reports on Health Magazine, they were talking about the anti-aging benefits of berries. And I'm always a huge proponent of fruit and vegetables, as many of you know, but they say that of all the luscious, healthy fruits, fresh berries may be the cream of the crop. They are top sources of vitamins, minerals, and disease-fighting nutrients that can help reduce the risk of several age-related conditions, yet they are also highly perishable and often expensive, and so a lot of people don't purchase them for that reason, but I'm gonna give you a few tips on how to keep them in storage so that they last a little longer for you. But in terms of body benefits, 
Among their many nutritional perks, berries provide potassium, magnesium, vitamin C, vitamin K, and even fiber. And the nice thing about berries is that they're low in calories and relatively low in natural sugars. And they do contain prebiotics, carbohydrates that help feed your healthy gut bacteria. So berries are truly such a great choice when it comes to picking your two fruit servings of the day, two to three at a max, I would say. Now, many of the benefits of berries are attributable to something called the anthocyanins. These are compounds that give many fruits and vegetables their red, purple, or even blue colors. Eating blueberries, which are a rich source, have three times or eating them three times a week can help lower the risk of type 2 diabetes, according to a 2013 study in the journal BMJ. And in a study that followed people for up to 24 years, that's a long time, and it was published in 2016, those who regularly ate foods high in anthocyanins, mostly blueberries and strawberries, they actually gained less weight than those who ate them more infrequently. Now, blueberries and strawberries, they are heart healthy, according to a study of more than 90,000 women published in the journal Circulation. Those who ate berries more than three times a week versus once a month or less over an 18-year period had a 34% lower risk of heart attack. And in 2019, there was a study done in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition saying that eating the equivalent of a cup of blueberries a day for six months improved heart health measures in overweight and obese adults with metabolic syndrome. Regularly eating blueberries has also been shown to help lower systolic blood pressure. I mean, all of these things are so absolutely incredible for your health. So if you're gonna pick fruit, you might want to look at the berry section, grab the blueberries, grab the strawberries. Now, as I said, a lot of the berries tend to go bad pretty quickly, right? So what can you do to make sure that that doesn't happen? Because they're also on the expensive side. One thing is that locally grown berries are always going to be the freshest. So if you go to a farmer's market, that is the greatest place to often get things like your berries. Now, the price is always best when berries are in season, so that's also something to take note of. And if you sometimes see that there's a two-for-one sale for things like berries, it's actually recommended go ahead and buy the two because you can freeze one of them and you can freeze for year round use. And they say that freezing doesn't destroy any of the compounds and in fact might actually preserve some of them. So that's also a great way to get more. Go ahead and get them on sale and just go ahead and freeze half of them if needed. Now to help fresh berries last a little bit longer for the ones that you are using and they are in the fridge, it is recommended to store them in a covered container in your refrigerator and you actually should not rinse them until you are ready to eat them, all right? Because as soon as we rinse the vegetables and the fruit, it's basically softening them and it's gonna give rise to more bacteria. And it's always best to go ahead and put the fruit and the vegetables away in the refrigerator bins and then rinse them right before you eat them. 
I know a lot of people like to prep that kind of stuff because they think they're more apt to eat it if it's already washed and easily you know, accessible and easy to grab. But unfortunately, that sort of deteriorates the fruit and the vegetables a lot faster. And so if you're someone who's always throwing out you know, the stuff that didn't make it in the fridge, like you're pulling those strawberries out and there's mold all over them, you're always throwing them out. Maybe it's the way that you are storing them, maybe don't wash them as I said, and always, if you do, make sure you put them in your compost bin so that they are um, at least benefiting your compost and nature in general, all right? So get your berries in. They really do have so many great benefits. And like I said, they're low in calories, they're low in sugar, and they will benefit you as you age. So it's always a good one, all right? Now let's talk about what's really gonna benefit you as you age. <laughs> Is it chocolate? Is chocolate really healthy? Well, let's find out. The first thing you have to understand about chocolate and health is that it's dark chocolate that they're talking about when they say that chocolate is healthy. Now, dark chocolate is healthy and it is nutritious, but that doesn't mean that you should be uh, dripping it all over all of your meals all day long, right? There are many brands available, but not all of them are created equal. Some are better than others based on the ingredients and the processing methods. And it's important that you understand what dark chocolate benefits there are to the body, what in fact they're doing to the body, how they help you, how much you should eat, and understand, like I said, that all chocolate, even dark chocolate, not all of it is created equal. So we're gonna talk about those things today. The information coming from WebMD, Healthline as well, Harvard Health, all the research coming from these different places. But let's dive right into actually what is dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is produced by adding fat and sugar to cocoa. And it differs from milk chocolate in that it contains little or no milk solids. And it also goes by other names. So you might have heard of it as bittersweet chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate. That's the same generally as dark chocolate. These differ slightly in sugar content, but can be used interchangeably often when cooking or baking. Now usually, the simplest way to know if your, tar if your chocolate is dark or not is to select the chocolate that says it is 70% or higher total cocoa content. So that's going to be the key when you look at that label. It has to say 70% or higher, all right? Now, dark chocolate is well known for its powerful antioxidant activity. It has been shown to have greater antioxidant effect than many high antioxidant fruits, even like blueberries, which we just talked about. All right, so yeah, it has some pretty powerful, potent benefits, which is great, right? Um, observational studies have also linked eating dark chocolate with a reduced risk of heart disease and brain function. And we're gonna get into some more of those benefits. But first I want you to know what to look for when you're now searching for this dark chocolate that you're gonna tell everyone, I gotta eat my dark chocolate because it's healthy, but you wanna know what to look for, right? You want to pick a dark chocolate that is made with as few ingredients as possible. 
It's sort of like everything else that we talk about on this podcast. When you're picking out food, if there is a paragraph of ingredients on that label, it is probably highly processed or things are highly added to it, right? They add things to foods to make them their shelf life longer, to make them taste better. Uh, You know, they add sugars, they add dyes. But when you're looking at dark chocolate as this healthy benefit, you really need it to be like all the other things I've taught you, meaning that you want as few ingredients as possible on that label. Now, the best dark chocolate always has a chocolate liqueur or cocoa listed as the very first ingredient. And there may be several forms of cocoa listed, like cocoa powder, cocoa nibs, cocoa butter, and all of these are acceptable additions to dark chocolate. Sometimes other ingredients are going to be added to improve the appearance, to improve the flavor, and like I said, even that shelf life. Some of these ingredients they add are harmless, while others can have a negative impact on the overall quality of the chocolate and pretty much then on the quality of the benefits that it's bringing to your body. So what would some of these maybe ingredients be that are added that you need to be cautious of? Well, sugar is often added to dark chocolate to balance that very bitter taste. Here's a reality check, everyone. If you love chocolate, but it's not the dark chocolate kind, it's probably not the healthy one, right? A lot of people don't love dark chocolate because it is very, very bitter. And so sugar is often added to the dark chocolate and some brands go a little overboard in how much sugar that they're adding. It's rare to find dark chocolate that doesn't have added sugar. And a rule of thumb is to choose a brand that does not have sugar listed first on the ingredients list. All right, so make sure that sugar is not the first ingredient on the list. You want to choose one that lists sugar the last on the list, all right? So that's really key. And note that the higher the cocoa percentage, the lower the sugar content will be. Now, not just sugar might be added to that dark chocolate, but something called lecithin is an optional ingredient that some brands have added to dark chocolate. It's added to many store-bought chocolates as an emulsifier. It basically keeps the cocoa and the cocoa butter from separating and helps blend the flavors. It's commonly derived from soybeans, so you may see it listed as a soy lecithin on the label. And soy lecithin is used in such small amounts in chocolate that it shouldn't pose any concerns about health effects or quality. And when you're selecting a brand, keep in mind that lecithin isn't absolutely necessary to make the chocolate. So if you can find it without lecithin, that's gonna be best. If it does have some in it, it's probably not gonna make or break you in terms of health, but it's always great if you can find it without. Another added ingredient would be milk. Now, high quality dark chocolate should not have any milk added to it, all right? So the really good stuff, they don't add milk. The only exception might be milk fat, And this is essentially butter that has had its moisture and non-fat solids removed. Chocolate makers sometimes add milk fat to dark chocolate to soften it, 
Sometimes they add it to add a little flavor and just like lecithin, the milk fat is not required to make dark chocolate. So if you can get it without any milk, it would be advised if you're looking for the health benefits. Now, another thing that could be added would be dark chocolate with spices, extracts, even oils. They add the spices, the extracts, the oils to improve the taste because again, dark chocolate's pretty bitter, okay? Now, the most common flavoring you will see in dark chocolate is actually vanilla. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's difficult to differentiate on a food level on a food label, which flavors are natural and which are artificial. It just sort of depends how they label it. If you want flavored dark chocolate, they recommend choosing one that is organic. And that way you can be sure that the flavors are not artificial. So what you don't want is to be buying this dark chocolate to benefit your health, but it's got a bunch of artificial ingredients and sweeteners in it that sort of disqualifies it from being healthy for you. Now, the last thing you need to be careful of that is an added ingredient that sometimes gets added is trans fat, all right? Now, trans fat consumption is a significant risk factor for heart disease. You probably know that, you've probably heard that. Although it is becoming less common to add trans fat to chocolate, some manufacturers still add it to improve shelf life and consistency of the actual chocolate. To make sure your chocolate doesn't include trans fat, you have to check the ingredients list. If hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oil is present, that means the bar, the chocolate bar, the dark chocolate bar contains trans fat. So you don't want hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oil in your chocolate. Very, very important. Now, I'm gonna go on now to tell you some of the benefits. There are seven health benefits of dark chocolate, which is awesome, right? Because you're thinking chocolate, it's like a dessert, and it actually might benefit you. Well, let's find out how, but I kind of have to give you this one warning before we get into that, because dark chocolate does have caffeine, and that can be pretty powerful for some people. It naturally contains caffeine and more caffeine than milk or white chocolate when it comes to dark chocolate, okay? So dark chocolate has the most caffeine of all the chocolates. One ounce of 70 to 85% cocoa dark chocolate contains 22.7 milligrams of caffeine. And for comparison, eight ounces of coffee typically contains around 100 milligrams of caffeine. And one ounce of espresso usually contains around 60 milligrams. This means dark chocolate is fairly rich in caffeine. So don't have it at night. That's something you wanna be careful of, especially if you're someone who struggles to fall asleep or to stay asleep. Dark chocolate is caffeinated, and so it might be something you wanna have much earlier in the day, even though you're probably thinking, oh, but I love to have that one little square of dark chocolate every night after dinner, that's my sweet treat, that's what I enjoy. That's fine as long as you don't have any issues sleeping because like I said, dark chocolate does have a significant amount of caffeine. Now let's talk about the good stuff. 
Let's talk about the fact that dark chocolate is loaded with nutrients that can positively affect your health. It's kind of like, finally, something we love is actually good for us, right? Now, the first thing you should know about dark chocolate is it's very nutritious, okay? If you buy quality, as I said, quality, we just talked about all the things that make it quality, dark chocolate with a high cocoa content, then it truly is nutritious. It contains a decent amount of soluble fiber and it is loaded with minerals. Now, a 100 gram bar of dark chocolate with 70 to 85% cocoa contains 11 grams of fiber. That's a lot of fiber. Um, 67% of the DV for iron, 58% for magnesium, 89% for copper, 98% for magnesium. Uh, manganese, I should say. (laughs) So in addition, it has a lot of potassium and phosphorus and zinc and selenium. It's like, it's pretty powerful in terms of what it can provide to the body. Now, of course, 100 grams, which is 3.5 ounces, is a fairly large amount, and it's not something you would consume daily. So I'm just spitting out all of these numbers for you for something that you wouldn't eat that much of it in a day. These nutrients also come with 600 calories and a lot of sugar if you were to eat that much of the dark chocolate. So you have to sort of take that into account that dark chocolate is good for you, but it has to be in moderation, right? So in order to get that rich fiber and iron, magnesium, copper, manganese, and other minerals, moderation still has to be the key. Now, the second thing that's really great about dark chocolate is the powerful powerful source of antioxidants that it has. So we talked about that briefly. Dark chocolate is just loaded with organic compounds that are biologically active and function as antioxidants. And these include your polyphenols, your flavanols, your catechins, among many others. So cocoa and dark chocolate, again, wide variety of powerful antioxidants and they say that they can have more than most other foods, as I said, berries even. So another good thing, we want antioxidants for our body, we can get that within the dark chocolate. The third thing and the third benefit for dark chocolate is it may, I have to say may, improve blood flow and lower blood pressure. So the flavanols in the dark chocolate can stimulate the endothelium, which is the lining in the arteries, to produce something called nitric oxide. And one of the functions of nitric oxide is to send signals to the arteries to relax, and that lowers the resistance to blood flow and therefore reduces blood pressure. Now, many controlled studies show that cocoa and dark chocolate can improve this blood flow and lower blood pressure, though the effects are pretty mild. And one study in people with high blood pressure showed no effect. So that basically means that more research is needed. So when it comes to blood flow and lowering your blood pressure, I can't fully say that, oh, you should be eating dark chocolate every day if you're someone with high blood pressure because the stats are not quite there yet. So I would kind of hold off on that one and you can't say for sure that it's helping. Some info has shown it has, but some info shows it has not. Now, 
The fourth thing, and this is a really great benefit of dark chocolate, is that it raises your HDL and it protects the LDL from oxidation. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what that means. Consuming dark chocolate can improve several important risk factors for heart disease like cholesterol. In a controlled study, cocoa powder was found to significantly decrease oxidized LDL. And that LDL is what they call your bad cholesterol. So it decreased the LDL cholesterol in men. And it also increased the HDL, and that's considered your good cholesterol, and lowered total LDL for those with high cholesterol. Oxidized LDL means that the LDL cholesterol has reacted with free radicals, and this makes the LDL particle itself reactive and capable of damaging other tissues, such as the lining of the arteries in your heart. Now, it makes perfect sense that the cocoa lowers the oxidized LDL. It contains an abundance of what we already talked about, those powerful antioxidants that do make it into the bloodstream, protect the lipoproteins against the oxidative damage. And the flavanols in dark chocolate can also reduce insulin resistance, which is another common risk factor for diseases like heart disease and diabetes. However, Dark chocolate also contains sugar, as we've said, and that can have the opposite effect. So dark chocolate improves several important risk factors. It lowers susceptibility of the LDL to oxidate and have that damage. It increases the HDL. It improves insulin sensitivity. All of those things, definitely a benefit. The fifth benefit is it may, so I always have to stress that, it may reduce heart disease risk. The compounds in dark chocolate appear to be highly protective against that oxidation of LDL. So in long term, this should cause much less cholesterol to lodge in the arteries, resulting in a lower risk of heart disease. And in fact, several long-term observational studies show a fairly drastic improvement. They did a study of 470 older men. Cocoa was found to reduce the risk of death from heart disease by 50% over 15 years. Another study revealed that eating chocolate two or more times per week lowered the risk of having calcified plaque in the arteries by 32%. Eating chocolate less frequently had no effect. Yet another study showed that eating dark chocolate more than five times per week lowered the risk of heart disease by 57%. Now, a 2017 clinical trial found that subjects who consumed almonds with or without dark chocolate also showed improved LDL cholesterol levels. So of course, these four studies are observational. It's unclear exactly if it was the chocolate that reduced the risk. However, since the biological process is known for that lower blood pressure and the oxidization of the LDL, it is plausible that regularly eating dark chocolate may reduce the risk of heart disease. But again, more studies need to be done. So I would not be eating too much dark chocolate too often thinking, oh, you're saving your heart, right? Now this sixth benefit, very interesting one, but again, it's a may. It may protect your skin from the sun. The bioactive compounds in dark chocolate may 
be great for your skin. They say that the flavanols can protect against sun damage, improve blood flow to the skin, and increase skin density and hydration. The minimal erythmal dose, they call that MED, is the minimum amount of UV, UVB rays required to cause redness in the skin 24 hours after exposure. In a study they did of 30 people, which is not a lot of people, 30 people that MED more than doubled after consuming dark chocolate high in flavanols for 12 weeks. So if you're planning a beach vacation, you could consider enjoying a little extra dark chocolate in the prior weeks and months, but always check with your doctor or dermatologist before foregoing your normal skincare routine in favor of dark chocolate. Obviously, team, you gotta still put on your sunblock. Don't be thinking that you had your dark chocolate and now you can just go out into the sun and it's gonna protect you from skin cancer and sun cancer. Now. So again, that's a May, and um, you still have to sort of follow your skin regime and protocols against sun damage and sun cancer and skin cancer that can definitely get you when you're out in the sun. Now, the last benefit, it could improve brain function. And the good news is that that would be amazing, right? And one study of healthy volunteers showed that eating high flavanol cocoa for five days improved blood flow to the brain. Now, cocoa may also significantly improve cognitive function in older adults with mild cognitive impairment and may improve verbal fluency and several risk factors for disease as well. Additionally, they say that cocoa contains stimulant substances like caffeine, which we knew, which may be a key reason why it improves brain function in the short term. So again, it's not like there's these high studies that have proven that it helps brain function and it might just be actually the caffeine, but a little bit of that might help your brain and that's definitely not a terrible thing, right? So there's a lot of evidence that cocoa can provide powerful health benefits, especially protective against heart disease. And of course, that doesn't mean you should go all out and consume lots of chocolate every day, right? Because it's still loaded in calories and it's very easy to overeat. So the recommendation is generally, maybe you have a small square, maybe two, um, per day if you want the health benefits of that cocoa. Uh, if you want the benefits of the cocoa without calories in chocolate, you might make what they call hot cocoa, and that's without cream or sugar added to it. But I'm gonna tell you again, these dark chocolates, I've had dark chocolate hot cocoa before, it's bitter. It's it like, I mean, you practically have to add sugar because it's so bitter that you're not gonna be like, oh, this chocolate's amazing, or at least I can't drink it that way because it is so, so bitter. I guess it depends on your taste buds and what you can handle and what you like, right? You also should note that a lot of the chocolate on the market, I would say a majority, is not nutritious. So you really have to choose the quality stuff, that dark chocolate with 70% or higher cocoa content. That is what you're looking for, right? So the dark chocolates that contain the sugar, any of those additives that we talked about, for sure you wanna make sure it doesn't have the trans fat. 
That's the key. It has to be quality. Chocolate is one of the few foods that taste awesome while providing significant health benefits, right? But again, for some people, it's just so bitter that that's why they need to add all those extra things that then make it not so healthy or has a lot less benefit to your health over time. Now, I am a believer that if you eat a little square of dark chocolate every night, that you will crave a little square of dark chocolate every night. I don't personally think that's the best for you because anything that you eat daily, you will start to crave daily, especially when it comes to something on the sweeter side. Even though it's bitter, it's still chocolate, right? So I am not a fan of having it every single night. I think that, you know, a few nights a week, having some dark chocolate is going to be fine for you but I wouldn't overdo it and I personally wouldn't do it every night after dinner. And then don't forget, there's that caffeine reaction. So if you are the person having it after dinner because you're kind of like that as your sweet treat, just make sure you don't have any sleep issues, okay? So there you go. I think it's pretty positive overall. I mean, dark chocolate for many people is delicious. It's definitely a dessert. So I think if you have it in moderation, that you can benefit from all of those seven health benefits. A few of them are the mites and the cans and the maybes, but it certainly doesn't look like dark chocolate when you buy the quality dark chocolate, the high brand quality dark chocolate, 70% or more of cocoa. That's not going to hurt you. And if anything, it might bring a lot of benefits to you. But then also don't forget that eating vegetables brings benefits to you. Eating fruit brings benefits to you. Eating whole grains, getting the proper amount of protein. It's all about a balanced diet. So if you want to fit a little dark chocolate into your balanced diet, I would say awesome. But by no means do you skip your vegetables and your fruit thinking that dark chocolate is going to take over for all of those antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals. All right? So everything in moderation, including moderation. And there you have it. The Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.